Hello, and welcome to the Financial Emancipation Podcast. I'm your host, Malik Branch, and this is a daily podcast discussing the ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. Happy Friday. We've completed another week in April. And so for those of you who are on the 30-day no shopping challenge, we are 20 days down, 10 more days to go, two weekends left. So that's kind of hard, but this weekend and next weekend, and we are done. So send me messages. Let me know how it's going for you. I've gotten some great feedback from a lot of people who are participating saying that it's, it's not about the not shopping. It's really about the thinking about what you would do before you do it. So when you're in a challenge like this, because you're challenging yourself to not shop, um, Every time you think about shopping, you're, you're actually thinking about it. And it's like building a muscle that whenever you will shop, when you do start shopping again, you can still do that same act. Like, do I really need this? Why am I doing it? And that is the way in which you can begin to make better decisions as it relates to shopping. And again, kind of cut out mindless shopping and really focus more on shopping that has a purpose, a point that's planned, that's part of your budget, and what and, and you're going to spend money that you've already accounted for. It turns out that that kind of shopping is not may not be as um, emotionally satisfying as kind of impulse shopping or shopping to um, emotional shopping or even shopping out of boredom. But the fact that you will be spending money wisely and kind of um, spending money as you've allocated will give you back a different type of like sensation and feeling um, afterwards. So it's really, really exciting that people are feeling that. Uh, like I said, a few participants have decided to extend it through the month of May and I congratulate them on that. Um, it's really just, it's a great feeling when you can push yourself beyond what your norm is and you get some really good valuable lessons out of that. So we have 10 days left, two weekends. Again, the weekends are harder for me. During the week, I can kind of stick to a script, but on the weekends, it's a lot more temptation, particularly when I'm outside the house. Um, I've learned that online shopping, I don't really like online shopping as much. And so if I stay out of the mall, shopping is really not that much of a big deal for me. But on the weekends, I end up places where shopping can happen. So two more weekends, 10 more days, and we'll be done. And it's really exciting. So I'm going to do um, a whole episode on it when it's done and um, just have with some feedback from people. And um, and it'll be really good because it'll think about how we can um, formulate challenges like that in the future. So if you didn't get a chance to join this one, um, there'll be more no shopping challenges um, going forward and other types of financial challenges just to see, again, it's about strengthening the muscles of your finances so that you can kind of implement these things into your everyday and, and make some changes. And sometimes it's helpful to have a group of people behind you who are doing the same thing so that you kind of feel accountable as well as you feel support from other people who are kind of struggling through the same type of um challenge that you are so it's really been great and I can't wait to hear more from people as we get towards the last home stretch so if you're in it still stick with it you got 10 days left so speaking of the no shopping challenge and since it's Friday and I had spoken before that we were going to um, use Fridays to kind of answer some questions that are out there um, that I've been asked and bring them to the podcast and just to kind of discuss them and ones that relate to topics that we've been discussing. So today, um, I got a lot. I got a question about. Not, I didn't get the question today, but I want to talk about a question that I received as it related to shopping and saying that, well, there is a difference between shopping um, 
at full price and shopping when things are on sale and is it being financially isn't isn't it kind of because it was almost like an assertion isn't it being financially responsible when you only buy things on sale and so I call that the seduction of the sale because a sale price right so just think about this right someone tells you I you could buy this thing here for one thousand dollars but I'm going to give it to you for five hundred now, the assessment there is not necessarily about whether or not, one, the item is worth $1,000, two, you even need the item. There's really a, a really sweet seduction in the fact that you could get it for half price. The fact that you are going to kind of get a deal, which in sense feels like you're getting over, like you're getting a win. And so the win is that you're going to get something that was once $1,000, but you're going to get it for $500. And that makes people feel really good and it seduces people into shopping because it's like, oh my goodness, I'm really going to get a good deal. And if you are one of those people who loves a deal, sales can seduce you all the time. The problem with that is that a sale is not a sale or a deal if you A, can't afford it and B, you haven't allocated the funds for it. So being seduced by a sale and thinking, okay, I'm being responsible because I only buy things on sale. It's not doing the, the real assessment that needs to be done about whether or not you need it because it could be free and you can still not need it. And just because something is low cost or lower cost or on sale does not mean you need it. And we're here trying to assess when we make purchases about what you need, what is necessary, and, and, and do you have the money allocated to spend that. So if you are not in need of a new couch, but you see a couch on sale, do you need to buy a couch? You know, it's that type of thing. And so it does not, buying things on sale does not equate to financial responsibility. Um, it is it is a good idea that when you are searching for an item that you've decided you would like to buy, so it, your couch is old, it's time for you to buy a new couch. And if you say, okay, I'm going to look for the best deal on the couch, I'm going to find the best deal. That is being financially responsible because you've made a decision, you've allocated the resources to but make a purchase and now you're going to make sure you get the best deal. But being a person who sees something that maybe you were thinking about getting or you may want or you just happen to see you know roll up on it in the store and then seeing that it's on sale and being that the sale is the thing that says up oh, this is a sign from the heavens up above that I'm supposed to have this is just another way of impulse shopping so you don't want to be seduced into a sale you don't want to just only buy things because they're on sale because again that's just another type of uh, compulsive shopping that will lead you in a direction because just because everything you charge to your credit card is on sale doesn't mean that at the end of it you won't still be beat down by credit card debt that just with sale items so consider that a sale is still something that's trying to lure you in and don't you don't always have to be lured into the seduction of a sale because it may not be something that you need and it may not be something that you can afford just because it's on sale and so another question that I was asked this week had to do with when is the right time to um, to kind of discuss your financial, your, your, your kind of financial habits, or let's say you have a, a kind of an itch right, or issue where you're just like, I tend to do this. So when is the right time to disclose that when you're in a relationship with a person to say, okay, I have a shopping, I like to shop a lot, or I... I like to travel a lot or I have a lot of credit card debt or anything that is perceived to be a negative 
thing in your finances. So if you're a person who, you know, you spend a lot of money, you know, or, or you, you have that, that issue, or even just a sense that you're, you're going through this process of financial emancipation, you're kind of, you're struggling a bit and you're moving through your finances. When is the right time to disclose that? And in a relationship, in a friendship, when is that the right time to disclose that? And so my response to that was really that much like anything else you're going through, you should disclose that to people who you care about, who you trust, and who you feel safe with to disclose that information. Um, if someone's getting to know you, it's important that they get to know the whole you. And so part of who you are can be that you are moving through a transition in your finances. How you choose to disclose that is up to you. And the timing of that is really up to the nature of the relationship. But it's really important that you don't withhold that information. Because again, one of the five fundamentals to financial emancipation is to stop being afraid to talk about money. That's actually the first one. And so you have to stop being afraid to talk about money in every aspect, in, in all situations and in every relationship you have. Um, because money can only be used as power over you if it's something that's hidden in secret, right? If you tell another person, listen, I'm moving through a financial journey. I made some mistakes in my finances in the past and I'm working to fix those mistakes. Then there's not really anything a person can hold over your head, Right. It's not really anything a person can use against you. It is just the truth. These are just facts, you know, and acknowledgement of decisions that you made, acknowledgement that you may have made some mistakes in the past and that you're looking to correct those mistakes. That is a, that is a really, um, that can, to me, and for some people, that's a really endearing thing that a person can acknowledge that they made some mistakes and that they're doing their best and working towards fixing it. So my, my advice in those situations is at a moment in time where you feel comfortable disclosing other things that are personal to you, expressing to someone that you're going through a financial transition and you're working towards improving your finances is not something that I feel like is, is something you should hold back, rather something you should be willing to speak about because it's important. And it's important that another person know the journey that you're on, particularly as it relates to your finances. So those were two of the questions that I got this week. Um, I thought the interesting, the more um, interesting one as it relates to us, because we're in this no shopping challenge, was about that seduction of the sale, because it really is something that people feel very much compelled by. And, um, you know, we could have a whole podcast about the trickery of that. And because the psychology of that, um, businesses know that and they mark things up so they can mark them down because they know that people will be lured in by a sale so don't be don't be seduced by the sale um it's really a trick and if you know again buying things and getting the best price great idea but kind of sale shopping just for the purpose of feeling good about yourself because you got it on sale a deal is not a deal if you can't afford it so if you haven't already done so, um, head on over to Instagram and follow me at Financial Emancipation. Follow me on Twitter at FIN Emancipation. Follow me on Facebook and please join the Facebook group um, at Financial Emancipation. And if you have any questions, comments, you'd like to um, submit a question that I can discuss next Friday. If you have um, interest in having a one-on-one -on -one consultation with me or um, inviting me to speak in front of a group that you have uh, or do a workshop for yourself and some friends on financial emancipation, feel free to email me at Malik, M-A-L-I-E-K at thefinancialemancipation.com. Again, that's Malik, M-A-L-I-E-K at thefinancialemancipation.com. Thank you so much for joining me today. And I hope you have a great weekend. And I hope you'll be back next week as we continue to discuss the ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. Have a great day.